Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to change the way the world eats. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health, nutrition, performance, productivity coach. I help people like you to learn how to use nutrition as a precise tool to change, to adjust, to fine-tune the way you look, feel, and do. Merry Christmas, guys, right? It's almost Christmas time, and then one week, and we are in 2022. Time to time to think about some aspirations. Who you want to be, how you want to show up every day, today, in the upcoming year. Because at the end of the uh, day, guys, how you achieve or don't achieve your goals, what's your next year going to look like and life beyond that year, beyond 2022, it all comes down to the way we show up daily. Whatever goals, nutrition, health, fitness, um, you know, work, you know, relationship, whatever goals we set for ourselves, they're not going to happen unless we commit to that goal with daily um, or at least, you know, consistent with some frequency, some sort of consistency in our daily actions. So goals do not happen without actions and more often than not consistent actions. And that's where you're going to get the most transformation from your healthy habits, from your eating habits, from your fitness habits. It's all about consistency. People ask me these days, Angela, how do I look like you? Um, fit, you know, with great muscle tone. And also a lot of times people would ask me, uh, how do I feel good every day? You know, you seem to be so upbeat and energetic every single day. And it's all about daily practice, you know, for my fitness. Yeah, work out for the next 20 years and you will look like that too, <laughs> you know. Um, consistency, one of my biggest talents I know how to stick with things. There is a method to that magic, but consistency, consistency, consistency. That's the key, guys. Remember that. There are no magic bullets. Consistency will give you so much more. Consistency aside and Christmas aside, all throughout this week, we've been talking about different hacks and tools and tips for better sleep because sleep affects absolutely everything around our health and fitness and how we feel and our emotions and our decisions and how we show up in life. Sleep is everything. And there are quite a few things that we can adjust and we already have quite a lot of science telling us exactly what we need to do. The temperature, how we can adjust that, the timing of things like coffee and alcohol and water so we don't wake up to pee in the middle of the night, viewing light different kinds of light at different times of the day. We talked a lot about different things around sleep. So re-listen to the episodes this week when you need to refresh that knowledge and look 
deeper into your environment where you can make changes that's going to make a big difference. Today, in the last episode, we are talking about food and meals and supplements that have been shown to be effective strategies and tools to improve your sleep or to correct something in your metabolism, in your brain chemistry, to help you to fall asleep faster, to sleep deeper, and to have a chance to have the most restorative night of sleep as consistently as possible. Let's talk about things that interrupt with good quality sleep when it comes to food. Those are different stimulants, like we talked about yesterday, alcohol and caffeine, uh, the timing of that. Um, the amount, right? It matters. Uh, with caffeine, you know, about the amount, we didn't talk that much, but you don't want to be getting too much. Uh, timing, we talked a lot about that yesterday, but drinking a lot of caffeinated coffee and maybe energy drinks with caffeine or all kinds of supplements, that will for sure keep you awake. So um, caffeine, early and not too much. But then there are stimulants, in foods besides caffeine, you know, there are different colorings. I'm talking about mostly processed foods, uh, colorings, flavorings, different food substances that they add to foods to make them taste better. For some people, that's going to cause sleep problems. Um, the, something in your gut going to be disturbed. And because of that, your blood chemistry, your brain chemistry is going to be changed. And there are going to be substances circulating in your blood that will prevent you from getting the best quality of sleep. And so number one thing I would look into is getting back to whole foods and balanced diet and not eating products, eating foods, right? This is number one. Number two, what I would look into when we are asleep, our brain does a lot of work and it's active and it's need to be functioning, right? It's not doing nothing. It actually does a lot of work. It's when our brain is being cleaned. Um, you know, we have this lymphatic system and there is like this wash up uh, happening while we are asleep. The brain also consolidates memories. And there are so many things we don't know about what also brain does while we sleep. But the brain for all its activity, it needs to maintain balanced blood sugar. And for a lot of people who have unbalanced diets or a lot of processed foods uh, that cause their blood sugar, their insulin levels fluctuate a lot, for a lot of people, what doesn't allow them to stay asleep is their blood sugar levels that fluctuate. And so what you can do to avoid that, um, avoid processed carbohydrates and added sugars in your dinner especially, but also throughout your day. So instead of eating uh, processed white bread or having sugary drinks, especially around dinner, go for whole foods with carbohydrates and fiber that will help you to maintain balanced blood sugar, right? So instead of, you know, some pastries, some white bread, some uh, pasta and pizza and all the things with processed carbohydrates in liquid uh, or chewable form, they will interrupt the way your blood sugar is, this, you know, the, this balance. And that will 
and might for some people it's more than in others uh, that will affect your sleep quality not in a uh, good way um, again for different people gonna be different thing plus the composition of your meal uh, how you mix things the amounts of those processed carbohydrates you know a handful of uh, pasta eaten with vegetables and proteins probably not gonna make detrimental um, effect on your sleep not going to have detrimental effect on your on your sleep especially if you are quite healthy but if you eat a whole bowl of pasta not so much veg on protein yeah that can really mess up your sleep quality but again it's also individual but if you are at the moment having problems sleeping try eliminating processed carbohydrates and substitute them with whole foods what i found especially beneficial for dinner for a lot of people, is adding as a carbohydrate source lentils or chickpeas. I'm especially a fan of lentils because not only they have quite a lot of fiber, for example, less than a cup cooked, probably like two-thirds of a cup cooked already, you're going to get about five grams of fiber. Um, you're going to get about... 15 grams of absorbable carbohydrates. You're going to get about 10 grams of protein. Um, but what also is super amazing about lentils, not so many other beans and legumes have that, is lentils have almost all of the B vitamins in quite good amounts, almost all of the minerals except um, calcium and iodine, 10% plus. For just that small amount, it's quite a punch of nutrients. And because of the amount of fiber, those carbohydrates in lentils, they are released gradually and slowly. And more often than not, it will help your brain, your body to maintain balanced blood sugar. And if you are on a low-carb diet, if you're on a keto diet and you started or are starting to have sleep problems, I highly recommend you to reconsider bringing a little bit more carb into your dinner. The reason being to stay asleep, uh, serotonin is very important. For good quality sleep, serotonin, this brain chemical, is very important. And although it is made out of things we find most abundantly in protein-rich foods, for some people, the brain is not able to make all of it on, on its own, and whatever we can absorb from our gut, uh, whatever nutrients to make serotonin we need to absorb from our gut, for some people, they are not absorbed without carbohydrates. And I think I'm one of those people. There is no test you can take for that. And so when I am on a, a low-carb, on keto diet, like, for example, I decide for dinner I'm not going to have any carbohydrates. And what happens is I wake up at, like, 3, 3.30. I go to bed at 9 p.m. And 3, 3.30, it's six hours, but it's not enough. Uh, my brain does not feel that good. And also I know that it's not enough because I usually don't have my dream cycle as I usually would do with seven and a half, eight hours. And also my sleep is more disrupted. I feel like I'm waking up a few more times uh, during the night. 
So for me, it really does make a difference having those carbohydrates. And again, it doesn't have to be a lot. Uh, you eat about a cup of cooked lentils and absorbable carbohydrates without fiber, you only get like 13, 15 grams. It's not even that much, but it can make such a profound difference on the quality of your sleep, guys. So again, if you are on a low carb on a keto diet uh, or you have a low carb dinner, try introducing lentils into that dinner and see how you do. Change just one thing, introduce lentils, and let me know how it goes for you. Again, lentils, they have a lot of nutrients that are important for healthy brain. Uh, they have carbohydrates that you might need to make and absorb serotonin from your gut. And they have this fiber that will help your body, your brain to absorb carbohydrates slowly and gradually that will help you to maintain balanced blood sugar and that will help you more often than not to happily stay in deep sleep. Besides carbohydrates that I mentioned and lentils, I'm a huge fan of lentils, eating protein, eating complete protein for your dinner and throughout your day is also hugely important because most brain chemicals, neurotransmitters that we need to make in our brain, serotonin including, but also a lot of different neurotransmitters that we might need during our sleep cycle, a lot of that is made out of amino acids that are building blocks of proteins. And so if your diet is deficient or not adequate has not adequate amount of protein, you might also experience sleep problems. And if you're plant-based or you eat mostly plant-based foods, the problem with that is plant-based foods have incomplete protein profile, not optimal protein profile. And so you might be lacking some amino acids that are needed to create certain neurotransmitters or brain chemicals to fall asleep, to keep your sleep and to have the best quality of that sleep, right? So for your dinner, I would also recommend having a good protein source that has all the amino acids and that usually means animal protein source or things like firm tofu because soy is one of those plants that actually has all the amino acids although the profile is not the same as for animal food so i would always prefer for protein you to have uh, animal based foods just because again the amino acids that we need Animal foods have much better profile. Proteins. My favorite couple of proteins for dinner to have good sleep. These are brainy foods, uh, meaning they contain nutrients that a healthy, high-performing brain really loves. So two of my favorite protein sources for dinner. Salmon with all the omega-3s that we know are super great for our brain, but also our heart health and a lot of other things. And eggs that have choline and choline is actually important for rapid eye movement sleep and when i have eggs around dinner time guys believe it or not my dreams just explode it's like i'm watching a movie every single time and i also experimented with that a lot like for me the effect is immediate if i want to see really great dreams and have great REM sleep I'm going to have a couple of hard-boiled eggs with my dinner in addition to other protein sources, and I'm in for some adventure in the dreamland. So 
salmon and eggs, but also there are other great sources, um, especially for serotonin, you know, we you know like turkey or uh, lean chicken, great for tryptophan, that is a precursor of serotonin. But again, I mentioned eat it with some carbohydrates, also beef or pork, they also work as a protein source. Now we are done with protein. Let's talk about supplements that have been shown to help a lot of people to have better quality sleep. Because of different, so to speak, fingerprint of our brain chemistry, different people have different amount of brain chemicals, right? They are probably as unique as our fingerprints and as our gut microbiome. So we all have different chemicals. And that's why supplements work better or, you know, not so well for for some people, but not for others. There are a couple that I noticed work really well for people who are usually tired and wired, like you either can't fall asleep or you fall asleep and your sleep is really light and you wake up um, a lot during the night. So what helps, uh, what can help you to sleep better and deeper and have uninterrupted sleep? A couple of things that I would recommend to try. By the way, guys, I would try one thing at a time, not all of them, because all of them might interact in an unpredictable way. But then also, it, they might not be necessary. Like, if you can take only one supplement, why would you take five, right? And the only way to know the difference is like, okay, you have the problem with your sleep, so change one thing tonight, see how it goes. Uh, change another thing, um, see how it goes. Maybe, you know, two, three days for each experiment, and then see if you need to change something else. So, supplements. Glycine. This is an amino acid that seems to be uh, important for uh, temperature and sleep quality. Uh, amino acid, it is present in many um, protein foods. The body can make it from other amino acids. It is not essential, but it seems that taking more of it around sleep time, specifically 30 minutes before bedtime, might just help you if you are one of those people who is wired, uh, tired and wired, or can stay asleep, it might help you to sleep deeper to have uninterrupted cycle of sleep. So two grams of this uh, amino acid glycine and amounts, guys, they matter. So if you need any help with choosing the best source, the best supplement, uh, wherever you are, please let me know. So two grams of glycine, taken 30 minutes before sleep. Again, this is an amino acid. This is kind of like a protein, flavorless protein powder, so probably better take it in a pill form. Um, it's more convenient way of taking it. So two grams of glycine. Another one for the same type of people, tired and wired, you might not be producing as effectively, especially guys, if you have ADHD-like symptoms or full-blown ADHD. So uh, for you, there might be a problem with GABA production. That is a neurotransmitter that prevents your neurons from communicating and from connecting. And um, basically, it's a stopper neurotransmitter. You know, there are go neurotransmitters like dopamine makes us go and do things. And then there is GABA that kind of puts a stop to everything. So um, some people uh, have problems producing or maybe absorbing or um, a balance of this um, neurotransmitter is disrupted. And so uh, sometimes it might sense, and it is involved in our sleep cycle. 
So it might make sense for you to try it and see how it works for you. Because again, it works for, for a lot of people with similar symptoms. For that one, 100 milligrams of GABA. Again, uh, all the sleep supplements, um, it's a good idea to take them around 30 minutes before sleep. But again, try one, see how it works. Try another, see how it works. Don't just make a cocktail and expect to just... I don't know, fall asleep and sleep for hours and hours. God knows what happens, right? So uh, when we take a lot of things uh, together. So we talked about glycine, 100 milligrams of GABA. The next one, magnesium, but specifically for sleep, there are two forms that are that seems to be more that seem to be more effective. 145 milligrams of um, Magnesium threonate, so threonate, that's how you pronounce it, 145. And then we have 200 milligrams of magnesium bisglycinate. So those two forms of magnesium have been shown to be more effective specifically for sleep. So we got magnesium threonate, 145 grams and 200 milligrams of uh, magnesium bisglycinate. Now we have another one, another supplement, uh, Epigenin, that is an extract, an active compound in chamomile, but when it's in a supplement form, it's just more concentrated, more effective usually. 50 milligrams of that epigenin. If chamomile tea doesn't work for you, you might try to get this booster, maybe even with chamomile tea. That's like sure way to dreamland. Well, hopefully. <laughs> but again, try one, just one method, not all of them. And the last but not least, uh, for some people, it works better. For some people, it doesn't do anything. 100, 400 milligrams of theanine, that is a calming compound in things like green tea. So one to 400 milligrams. That one, I would probably try the last one. So for tired and wired people uh, with interrupted sleep, I would start with glycine amino acid then i would try gaba if that doesn't work again separately then i would try magnesium and then i would try epigenin so again two three days try each but that all of that all of these supplements i would try only only after i adjusted my routine temperature light the timing of coffee of alcohol of my meals three hours before bed you know having a big meal right before going to bed is gonna set you up for bad night of sleep or exposing yourself to bright light so first fix your environment the timing of those substances like caffeine and alcohol and your food um, also don't drink a lot of water before going to bed 90 minutes and and only then I would add lentils to your dinner, um, a cup of cooked lentils, and make sure that you eat protein. And only then, if all of that didn't work, only then I would go for supplements. I would start with glycine, then with GABA, with magnesium, epigenin, and theanine. And that's about it, guys. It's been a information-dense episodes. So re-listen to the parts and beats uh, where you need to remember things, maybe supplements, maybe lentils, maybe a specific kind of protein. So re-listen again to this episode and try things. If you need help with any 
thing you heard in this podcast with a supplement or with, I don't know, cooking your lentils because there is a right and the wrong way to do that. Maybe you have other sleep uh, questions. Uh, I'm not PhD of, you know, neuroscience of sleep or anything like that, but I do go through um, all the books, recent magazines, articles, um, studies that are done and I go through them. I also learn from a lot of experts, a lot of neuroscientists, and I give you what I learn from them. But if you need more information and you're not sure about one thing or the other, please reach out. I'm going to refer you to the original sources where you can read more in-depth information because that might help you to understand the underlying mechanisms better and maybe help will help you to create your own personalized solution that might work even better than what I propose. So reach out, re-listen, learn, put it into practice, share this episode because there are so many people who are suffering because their sleep is a mess. And when your sleep is a mess, your whole life is going to be a mess. There is no way around it. Nobody gets it better, right? So share this episode with people. And then guys, Merry freaking Christmas. <laughs> um, make mindful choices, right? A little bit better. You don't have to say no to everything, but a little bit better choice. That's my last piece of advice for Christmas and all the other celebratory dinners. And guys, enjoy that Christmas. Enjoy that piece of pie if you choose to have one. And till next time, as usual, eat better daily. <laughs>